Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Don't Kill the Messenger. And today we're going to be talking about how to break free from frustrating and uh, trapped and what was it, oppressive circumstances. And we'll learn about that in a second from my guest, Marion. Now, before we begin, remember to go on over to ventabot.com forward slash book to get your copy of the book, the same four phases we take our private clients through to generate never-ending leads. Now, today, welcome to the show, Marion McSpannon. How are you doing, Marion? I'm doing great, Victor. Thank you so much for having me. Glad, glad. I'm glad you're able to come on the show. I know there's a lot to talk about because a lot of people, I feel, don't talk about, um, as an entrepreneur, things tend to be lonely. And there's a lot of, I feel like, mind trash and head trash that we kind of go into. But how is it that, I want to know how you actually help people to break free from these trapped um, and frustrating and oppressive um, circumstances? Well, several years ago, I heard this statement that said, you cannot change or heal what you do not acknowledge. So when I work with clients, we go through a list of things, you know, what takes your energy? What is it? What are you around or you know, make a list of things that just sap your energy and you, mm -hmm. you just, it takes your emotional energy, it takes your physical energy, and you just want to get away from it eventually. And sometimes you can't because you are trapped in the business, in the job, in the marriage, in the relationship, <laughs> in the, you know, the finances or whatever it is. No, I definitely get that. I, I know for me very early on, we, there were certain things, and I think it's kind of like a season that every business owner has to go through, entrepreneur has to go through, where we kind of have to take on everything, but there comes a certain point where we do have to let go, and we're afraid to, or afraid to grow, we're afraid of success, and, and it's, it, I feel like that's kind of where you're getting at here, where it gets a little hard to do that, and we end up kind of sabotaging ourselves, and we end up creating a gel for ourselves in, in a way, so what, what do you have to say about that? Well, anytime you grow an influence, you're going to have to self-develop or grow <laughs> inside. And the inside just means that we become a container that can handle more people, more pressure, more success, more failures, more things that try to derail you and distract you. Could be internal or it can be external. Either way, all distractions are equal. Oh, so yeah. eliminating distractions that can stop you or take your energy or learning how to master them, that all takes self-development and becoming a, becoming a stronger you or a, a bigger you that can handle that. So you mentioned, you mentioned this a few times already, like, um, like zapping your energy. How would you define that as in like a business owner or entrepreneur? Like what, what is it specifically that someone would look for to really identify like, hey, this actually zaps my energy or drains me or something like that. Like how would you de define that or have someone de self-define it if they were running into something like that without realizing? Well, you and I know that if you want to make money, you have to do the things that produce money. You have right. to pr prioritize your life where you're doing the money producing work not the administrative that needs to be done, but it doesn't produce an income. So the distracting things will keep you from making those phone calls, picking up the phone and following up with that person or reaching out to them the first time, whether it's through phone, email, follow up continually. And I find in entrepreneurs, that is usually the first thing that we get derailed on because it takes 
energy to pick up the phone and call someone. Yeah. And when we're deficit in energy and that uh, confidence that we have something of value and we want that person to um, experience that, then we have to take that emotional energy. And sometimes when I am tired, that's the last thing I want to do. <laughs> I, I get that. I've, I've been there before where you, you know you have to like get on these sales calls or, or something like that and, and to help grow the business and, and, or get on like even team calls to really help drive what's happening and how the growth of the business is happening. And then it, it, it almost seems a little draining sometimes because you're just something else drained you from the day. Exactly. But where would you say then is the point of like realization of like, is it the meeting or the sales calls or is it something else that's draining? Well, I think it can be both because if you're coming from an emotionally deficit energy, picking up the phone call and dealing with the energy of that person on the other end and having a clear mind to communicate correctly all of those are business strategies and developments that we have to get stronger at overcoming um, objections. And if we're tired emotionally and maybe physically exhausted because we were out taking care of that thing last night, whether it was our own time at the bar or watching a late television show or having an argument with her spouse or having a newborn having a newborn <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely will take some energy won't it which the newborn hopefully is a very good thing <laughs> yeah right there, there's like good and there's like good and like yes. pieces. you're like oh and no it'll and no it'll but yeah anyways um i i definitely agree with that okay so how would then i'm, I'm curious about this and then now i'm like I feel like now I'm just picking your brain for my, my own purposes. Um, it, it becomes, so I'm curious, how would you say if you know there's a point of like, okay, I know what's going to happen when I do like these back-to-back -back calls or something like that. I know at the end of it, I'm going to be drained because those are the, that's my sales day. That's where I schedule all my sales calls. And I know at the end of it, I've handled the same objective over and over and over again. And it's kind of a little bit draining. How would you tell someone to kind of recharge or um, re, I don't know how to say that. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. Um, yeah, it takes a tenacity to get through the jungle of building your business. Right. Yeah. You know, it's not for the weak hearted and it's not for the faint. And if we're not willing again, to go back to the part of you cannot change or heal what you do not acknowledge. So if, if what we're doing is not building our strength and because last week we made that full day of calls and then this week we're a little bit stronger in that because you know, we've developed a little bit of skill set. And yeah. we came back with more strength, kind of like, a, um, I know some people don't like using a bodybuilder in the gym. I, I, I get where you're going. Yeah, I get where you're going. a little bit the same thing where you keep going back, that muscle's going to get stronger. Yep. And I, I've experienced it where I've come from a very broken, I actually escaped a religious cult when I was 30, 34 years old, which is almost 20 years ago. Oh, wow. And I had to leave it in the dark because if they'd have known, they would have tried to stop me. 
And I felt like I literally crawl, I didn't crawl out on my stomach, but you know, hands and knees, you know, literally crawling out because it was so emotionally draining for me to make yeah. that break. And yet I knew that I knew that I had to do that. So starting from that point on the other side of it, sounds like, yay, you know, I made it across that river and now I can do everything I want to because I'm no longer controlled by the environment that I just escaped from. But what I have found is that we have this tendency to repeat the same patterns that were familiar to us from the past. So in order to break those patterns, we have to acknowledge that we have these patterns. Yeah, I get that. Replace those patterns with, with a new pattern mm-hmm. and really diving into ourselves and say, what makes us have that argument with our spouse again? We cannot control our spouse, but we can control our responses. We can control who we are. And okay. the more we get hit by those blind sites sometimes, yep. we're like, hey, we're going to do better in this. And boom, we get hit upside the head again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, where did that come from? That is where the stronger we become in knowing who we are and there's a process that people have to go through it's not instant pudding it's I not absolutely love that. i wish it was yeah no i i agree and i i think that falls into and i feel like that's such great wisdom for a, a, everyone listening just because it's important to understand that it does take time you know like those people that we hear about who are like overnight successes. Yeah. They're overnight success now, but they spent 10 years that we didn't hear about getting to that point to finally be that overnight success. And, and it's like all that because they had the tenacity, they, they put in the work every day, they showed up every day. And it, it seems like that's kind of where it is to really see it. I feel like the first thing that comes to mind is like the iceberg that people talk about. You know, everyone understands that analogy where you see like the tip of it, but all the work is really underneath it. And that's a lot of the stuff we don't give ourselves credit for. So what what would you say then um, are some of the biggest stumbling blocks for for business owners or entrepreneurs that are either just starting or kind of like in that um, transitioning past the the like multi six figure phase? Well, I think um, most people will really get incredibly far unless they're very teachable. And being very teachable means you find people that are reputable. There are a million voices out there that we can listen to. But finding people that are reputable that we say, I know if I would emulate who they are and I see the success they have, I could learn something from them. But then being teachable enough if they say, the way you're going is is not going to sustain you're going to fall if you keep on going down this path and then being having enough of humility to listen to those people and not just you know put up a stiff shoulder and say oh who do you think you are and you don't know who i am and so i think overcoming pride where we kind of self-exalt ourselves and we say well we're we're good we, you know, we're, we've got, we've got our arms around this. We've got this. 
when we know that we're struggling and we know it is hard for us to make those calls or whatever the other difficult thing may be in the entrepreneur's life. I know for many entrepreneurs, picking up that phone and making the enough of connections in people's lives is one of the strongest things we have to overcome or the hardest things. So being humble enough to learn from others and then to, um, matter of fact, I, I want to write a um, newsletter on this. And you may have experienced something that you thought, I got this, I'm doing this. And you put some work in it and they're like, oh my gosh, this is not going to come out right if I keep going this direction. Yep. Sometimes I'm doing what we have done is takes longer actually than it does to redo it. And I grew up making quilts in the culture that I grew up. My mother had a quilt shop and we made beautiful mm -hmm. handmade quilts. And I remember, I don't know, it happened periodically. I would be sewing along with my sewing machine. You know, you're going fast, you're putting in those tiny stitches. And then you look back and you're like, ah, I got a wrong color in the wrong place. And you really know you can't go on, but undoing all those little tiny stitches in there was way, took way longer then and some of the fabric would kind of get rattled so sometimes undoing what we've already think we've established right is harder than the actual getting it right so i think that humility brings us to the place where we can kind of debrief ourselves and and deflate our arrogance or our pride we've got this we know how to do this and just become soft and humble enough to listen to a voice of wisdom I, I get that. And I, I, it seems like there may be that in itself, it has to come from like some type of enlightenment of some kind, I, yes. it seems. Because yes. it, without it, you, you, you get stuck in this, I guess, for lack of a better way of saying it, in this rut of like, well, this is how I've always done it. And this is how I'm just yep. going to continue doing it. You're not open to new possibilities or new ways of doing things, more efficient ways of doing things. Yes. Um, so then can you speak a little bit about, um, I guess some of the transitions you've seen with, with your clients as far as like where they started, where they came to you and then like kind of where they, where they were after. Yeah. I'll just speak. Um, the one lady um, actually, has a pornographic husband. And so the situation is kind of sticky. You know, there's children involved and there's um, finances and things involved that she has to work through. But the real joy in this is seeing her from being this trapped person, not knowing how she can get free, get out, have some joy in her life, feeling like she has to die to this situation and doesn't know how to change it. Wants to do what's right, but doesn't know how to change it. Doesn't know how to fix anything. To, since we've, you know, we've worked together, we've, we've looked at what takes her energy, we've looked at what gives her joy, and out of that, we're um, eliminating the confining thoughts that say, I don't have a voice, I don't have opportunity, I don't have any freedoms to such a hope and a joy. And, you know, when she gets on the call, she will laugh now where there was no laughter at first. Ah, okay. So would you say it's a little bit more also of 
like a good way to get started is doing more of things that you do see enjoyment from? That will come with time. Okay. But at first, when you're unraveling and you're redoing, you will, you will have to go to some painful things before you start getting that joy. So and what have you seen as far as the painful things? Like, I guess some generic examples that you've seen. Well, let's say you lived in your house and your house had lots of termites and ugly bugs underneath, but you can right. put a skirting around the house so you don't see them. And you can put duct tape around the edges so they can't come up into your house. And you kind of think that you have actually you don't look at the reality of it. You've kind of just like gotcha. facaded it over. You've covered it up. You've the made it so it's not visible. Some people call it the pink elephant in the room. You know, we all know <laughs> yeah. the elephant's there, but nobody talks about him. Yeah, it's yeah. Another load of what? Crap. And oh no, we're not going to talk about the elephant. To yeah. where when you really stop and look at the elephant and, and call it for what it is, that is the part where you cannot change or heal what you do not acknowledge. So when you can start acknowledging it, but sometimes really what it's going to cost you to fix the house, you're going to say, ouch, that hurts. And emotionally, um, what I am really good at is helping people get that emotional breakthrough where they can start living that potential and they're going to wake up in the morning and be excited to make those phone calls, even though they still may not like it, may not be their favorite part, but it's part of business and not everything yep. in business we do is fun. But oh yeah. Anyway. I, I, I resonate with that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But we do it anyway because it's makes the whole package. And we kind of get better at it as we go along and it's not so bad anymore, but starting out and everybody's built a, a thousand, um, a hundred thousand dollar income. They already have some skill sets and yep. there's some things they already know. They just don't like, but they do it anyway. And it's routine. And I, I, I don't really particularly like to brush my teeth, but I do it. <laughs> you, you like the result that you get from it. Like the fact that you have nice teeth to, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I don't that, like to go to the dentist as well, <laughs> but I do go. I, I get that. Uh, that actually reminds me of a book I read um, this past year um, called Relentless. And it was, there was a phrase that you mentioned that was, that, are, that was kind of like a common theme in the book um, that you may not like what it is that you're doing here, but you like the result that you get from it. For example, like you mentioned, like sales calls for like picking up the phone and calling people and reaching out to like new prospects or leads that may not be particularly, I guess, joyful, but the result that you get is you get to work with the people that you really, that really bring you that, yes. that, that fill you up. But if you don't do that, you don't get to work with the people that you love working with. Right. So it, exactly. I, there's like a, I, I, I completely get what you're saying with that. And that, I do, I think it's a big thing for a lot of people, especially starting out because it can be a little overwhelming. Um, I remember, you know, like I was doing everything. Like I was doing, like, I don't even remember. There's so much, it's like, I was like doing all the accounting, doing all the servicing, doing all the sales. And, you know, like now I used to hate doing like the sales and I just liked pushing the buttons. 
I actually have switched out of that now. Like I not, I love talking to people on the phone and seeing if, if I could actually help them or not. Sure. As opposed to like, I love creating the strategy around a lot of it, but actually pushing the buttons behind, for example, like ads, it's very monotonous. So I, I've outsourced that to a team member now and they, they kind of run it for them. So I create all the copy and all that stuff and I give it to them and they kind of push the buttons for me. But like, I completely get it. it it's those things that we have to grow out of. But if we don't acknowledge that, we can't grow out of it because we can't acknowledge, we can't grow out of what we don't realize we're in. And the distractions will keep us trapped in that. Where yeah. we'll stay no, I, in an oppressive financial situation. And, and, you know, we never get strong enough to overcome the relational issues because your wife's saying, I'd like to have the termites gone. And you're like, I'll put some more duct tape down. Right, like what termites? Yeah, they're not even coming up. I don't see them anymore. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Um, no, I, I completely get that. So I, I know, what would you say are some like quick things um, that someone can do to help them realize or self-realize or kind of self-enlighten themselves about like certain things that they may be trapped in now? Is there, is there any like specific cues that they may, that they could look for to see like, oh, wow, like I didn't even know that that was keeping me trapped or something like that? Well, if they, if anyone takes the time and really thinks through 10 things that take your energy and come up with 10 things that really feel your energy. When you get to do that, you feel happy with that. Or if I do this, and a lot of times when we have energy draining things around us, there's going to be some relationships involved. People that drain our energy that we are around. That's typically more common than actual making the sales calls or anything. Right, like activities? Finger on. Yeah, more like exactly, activities. So if you make a list of 10 things that drain your energy, there's probably going to be some people that come up as you make that list. So if you look at those people and say, okay, can I remove those people out of my life? Like maybe I can't move, remove my boss because I'm still working for, well, no, we're talking to entrepreneurs. So... Who's in an entrepreneur's life? Um, whoever maybe, that is. maybe some friend that that is like, well, they're kind of like, well, are you sure you can really do that? Because they're they're keeping you down because they're afraid of not sure. doing it or something. So and yeah. some of those friends just have to be layered farther away from us. Doesn't mean we have to hate them. Yeah. Or sometimes we're married to somebody who's just petrified because you don't have a job. They think that you should have a job yep. and then you have a steady income because an entrepreneur is, you got to take some risks oh, yeah. sometimes. And so that can be a challenge. So let's just say it's a spouse that yep. you, comes down as your energy drainer. And you look at that name and you're like, well, I can't just throw her out right now because she's the mother of my baby or she's, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever role she has in your marriage and your life right now. So how can you deal with that energy drainer? I would say, number one, first thing you can do is make a list, take another piece of paper and write some things that just really irritate you about that relationship. That really just always gouts your side. Write that down, see that person's face with it, crumple it up and go through it into the trash or toilet somewhere where you are disposing that and saying, I'm gonna get rid of those negative feelings that come up when that person takes my energy. I, I love and that. It's part of a forgiveness process. Yeah, no, I, I completely, I, I agree with that. letting people go. 
and yeah. say, I'm not responsible for their actions. I'm only responsible for mine. It's, and the more clear and the more pure and the more loving I become, it's going to either positively affect that relationship or more negatively. I, I it's funny that you say that. So there was, um, I think, I, I don't know if you were at that last November event. Um, I was. Oh, right. You were, because you, you said you were, we were just talking about this. Um, but they had us do something like this strategy. It's, it's, I would say somewhat similar, not really, um, where we had to write a couple names down and then crumble a couple of up and like toss them. And I, like, it caught me off guard because I remember the, the, they, I think they asked for four names and I remember, what was it? They mentioned something like that where they put four names. Like I put myself, my wife and my $2, um, there. I was just like, not expecting, not knowing what was about to happen. I like actually started tearing up because like the first thing I did was like, look at these names. And I was like, I have to throw one of these away. I was like, Oh my, I'm starting to tear up now. Um, and it was, it was just like, I, I crumbled. I remember I crumbled my name first and it was like a, like, I was like, well, I'll do it for them. You know? And then like the next two were like, surprisingly were my daughters. And then it was like my wife at the very end of the one last one standing. And it was very interesting because afterwards they were like, you have to remember to put yourself first because you can't help anybody if you don't put yourself first. Like you can't, and like, it goes back to that whole, um, like you can't fill another's cup from an empty cup type of deal. And yeah. like, it, it, it's hard to do, but I feel like what you said, writing those 10 things about any relationship that kind of almost seems negative can actually um, help you to release some of that. Yeah. And then you throw it away, but you're not actually affecting the real relationship, but it allows you to, to release that, like you mentioned, energy. The negative energy. It's very powerful that. for a lot of people. Right. And it's yeah. those little steps that we can do. And if somebody does that, they'll probably get a little addicted to that. Aha, I feel better feeling. Yeah. Aha, I <laughs> yeah. have a little more energy now. That's and definitely how, true. What can I do to make it a little more yet? <laughs> Yeah, no, and I, I love that. It gives you, yeah, it gives you a it gives you a sense of like kind of like a weight off your shoulders now. And you're like, wow, okay, like that actually helped. And it just I feel I, I, I've not done that exercise, but I, I feel I can only imagine that it would actually fill you up a little bit more to do something like that so that you're able to who knows, the next time you see that person, like you mentioned, you might actually bring more to the to the table than you have been, you know, you might've been so drained that that's why it's just causing that reaction to reflect back at you. Correct. And then you coming with that positive energy. Now it's just like, that's so interesting how that works, isn't it? It is. And, yeah. and also it's very important as you empty yourself of that, that you verbalize who you are. Yeah. And obviously we're going to verbalize something good, right? You know, things like love or, you know, right. I am full of love. I'm a person of love. I love people. I love this person. Doesn't mean I like him, but you know, whichever way. It's all the play on words, right? Yeah, no, no, I, I get what you're saying. I, I love it. I, I know, um, I, I feel like you and I could talk about this for hours, um, but I know we're kind of running out of time here. So where would you say is, is somewhere, and that was, I, I swear, like the best tip that anyone can do right now, like write those 10 things down, take a look at the 10 top most draining things and really write down if it's a, if it is a person or a relationship or something like write down what 10 things of that person or relationship that really just frustrates you like unfiltered 
I feel is, is yes. important, right? Yes. Um, unfiltered because it's for you. It's an exercise for you to really just release it and throw it away. Yes. Um, but where can we find out more if, if we're looking for more of this to, to kind of break free from this, from these trapped or, you know, oppressive circumstances? Well, um, you know, as one who also had to break free from things and continually learns and has found that it was always people that helped me. I came to the place 20 years after my first major breakthrough to say, it is now time for me to help others. So that's what I do. I help others just unlock what is holding them oppressed or, you know, entrapped. So I have a website that people can find me at and it's www.everythingyoutry.com. Or my name works too, marionmcspadden.com. So if they see it in your list. And on there is an option to opt into uh, my email list for a free chapter. And you'll just get some kind of straightforward stuff that things that worked in people's lives and things that didn't. And uh, also there is a link on there that they can schedule a free kind of like assessment break free um, coaching call with me and we can see where they're at. Yeah, no, I love it. Cause I feel like everyone will have questions. Um, Cause it, there's only so much you can do with an exercise, right? It's right. generic enough that it'll help everyone, but people are going to have specific questions. So if you're really serious about asking specific questions to your situation, you'd be like, does, is this helpful? Should I do this? Should I do that? Like re- reach out to Marian, like go to everything you Is that right? Everything you yes. try everythingyoutry.com and like opt in and schedule a call with her so that you can actually, you know, ask your specific questions to make, to make sense of what's, how to help you better. And I'm sure she'll give you some insight and direction of where to go next. So um, thanks again for coming on. That was fantastic. I I love it. I feel again, like we could talk about this for hours. So um, I I love actually talking about things like this uh, myself. So, uh, but if, again, if you're serious, about, and I feel like at this point, it, it's, this is really helpful to help you scale past yourself in your business. Because I feel like that's what holds a lot of people back. They, they're stuck in this and they can't grow. Um, but if you're serious about generating never ending leads, going over to mentobot.com forward slash book to get your own copy of the book where we take our private, same four phases we take our private clients through to generate never ending leads. Um, so thank you so much again, Marion, for coming on today and getting a little bit serious and a little bit deep with us to really help us move past ourselves and to grow and enlighten ourselves a little bit more. Thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome.